Yo, Young Gravy is hilarious. Don't ask me how I know this, but um, he follows a couple of porn stars on Insta. All right, maybe I know this because I follow them, and you know how it says, like, you and so-and-so follow this person? It's literally, like, me and Gravy that follow, like, three or four porn stars, and I'm just like, okay. And he's commented a couple times on their pics. Yep. And he gets that action. Yeah, baby. It's the gold in the chain. The Ham Planet Podcast. 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 Quite literally the best thing ever. Unbelievable stories. The best. It's hilarious. Great vibes. It's electric. It's a beauty like a driving. Grand, good old time. We're happy to see you. And lift off. Shall we head to my favorite planet in the galaxy? The planet of good vibes. The planet of good vibes. It's time! All right, all right, all right. I love humanity. I think it's great. It's all good, man. I think the word you're searching for is space ranger. The Ham Planet Podcast. Now that the fire has been snatched, we are blasting the galaxy of goodbye in the Bronx. Five, four, three, two, and one. Top of the morning, folks. Good afternoon and good evening, ladies and gents. Welcome to the Ham Planet Podcast. I'm your host, Peter Hammond. If you're new to the show, we love to see it. We really do. We're all about three things here at the Ham Planet Podcast. Good vibes, great people, glorious stories. If you're into those things, you like those things, or you respect those things, you're at the right place, I'll tell you that. Ladies and gents, we have a fantastic show ahead on this mighty fine evening. We have a few Culver gentlemen reunited on Flathead Lake in Montana. It is September 2022. Ladies and gentlemen, the first scholar and gentleman joining us this evening. The one of Mr. Clinton Smith. Let's give it up. Let's give it up. Glad to be here. Glad to have you here, brother. And next on the docket, returning to the show also, mm-hmm. Mr. Aaron. Yes, sir. Thanks for having Let's me. Give it up. Give it up. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, the beautician himself. The Indiana Filipino Cowboy, Mr. Justin Sipar. Fire me up. Big vibes, yes. Big, 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 big we love vibes. To see Huge it. vibes. Well, brother, thank you. Thank you. Boys, we are here amongst the mountains in Montana once again. Our ninth year. 
Quinlan, how many years do you envision this tradition will last? As long as I'm alive. That's a good point. That's good. How long are you going to be alive? I don't know. The longest. I don't you know. But I mean, if it was a competition, I think I'd win. Exactly. So. That's how you have to frame it. You're a healthy person, right? You have good cardiac health. I tried to just have a Klondike bar, but that's okay. I do. Everybody loves a Klondike well, bar. Klondike, heard... Klondike bar ain't going to kill you. I mean, he could. But well, if you eat Objectively. Objectively. If you eat too many. So it's nine respectful. years. I like to say nine years going on 90. Thoughts? Nine on 90. I like that. So let's let's anyway. fast forward the clocks. 99, 90 years from now, how old are we going to be? We're 27, 28 at this current time. Yeah, 117. I don't Quinlan, see it happening. You're a math guy. 117. Yeah. Hmm. Don't not, see it happening. Not a math guy. Not a math guy. Yeah. Here. I don't think any of us, look, none of us are math guys. Sorry, technical difficulties, cameraman is drunk. Back to the show now. For the sensation. Whoa. Prepare yourselves for something real, <gasps> real marvelous. And see it. Love it. Love to see it. Back to the show. These trips, I know they're only once a year, but they come by kind of quick. Are I mean, you an Iron Man? Whoa. I'm, yeah, I can't run uh, more yeah. than a mile without yeah. collapsing. Yep. So, so I, don't, that's, I don't think I should have that as a fitness guru. Oh, I don't do cardio. Hard hard pass on cardio. He is a bodybuilding influencer on uh, social media. Not follow, quite. Follow him on TikTok. Quinlan, what's the TikTok? I think it's just Quinlan Smith. You think? I'm... I'm I actually think, yeah, I, I think it's Quinlan. Smith, I thought it was Pterodactyl Quinlan. No, that's my Instagram. Okay. I should Look probably off! change that. No, it's. I think it's good. It's a, cl- it's, classic. a it's a classic. It's a classic. You, know, you guys know how that nickname came from. You no, know, tell us. Know. Tell us, brother. How did, uh, how did Quinlan Pterodactyl Smith come to fruition? It was actually back when I played tennis at Culver, uh, and a couple people started calling me Pterodactyl. I don't know if you remember this, Aaron. Um, I don't. But... Um, from our sponsors howdy there ladies and gents it's your good friend commercial break peter here to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by unify commerce say it with me now unify commerce yes guys that is spelled u-n-i-f-i commerce.com guys unify is in fact my company and i thought i'd go ahead and plug them on here so you guys can know a little bit of what I do outside of having a great time on the podcast. Guys, Unify is a social technology company that simply helps other companies take their social presence to the next level. Simple as that. And the primary service I want to highlight is professional video creation. Guys, if your company is in need of an exceptional video, that shows what you do, why you do it, how you do it, and why it is so valuable, then Unify is here to help. And Unify can create an exceptional advertisement that can really help build awareness and drive sales for your company. We have been in business since the summer of 2018 and helping businesses grow and capitalize on the opportunities that social presence can offer is something we love to do so if you need a next level video 
you need a next level team on your side and that is unify so guys go ahead and visit unifycommerce.com if you want to learn more and if you want to inquire about working with us simply go to the work with us tab and we would love to connect anyways y'all back to the show they said i moved across the court like a pterodactyl because it's flew back and forth okay that was which it. ladies and gentlemen quinlan hell of a tennis player hell of a tennis player as you can imagine a pterodactyl wide spread animal a quick ter- pterodactyl yeah it's, i mean that's scary large yeah fucking aggressive and shit dinosauric like um big animal good on the course big fucking animal can win can win can win is that your favorite dinosaur uh no i'm a triceratops guy i'm not a triceratops guy okay not a triceratops guy yeah fucking triceratops guys hate to see him no i mean it might be cliche i'm a velociraptor guy love it love the dexterity okay just the just like the dexterity oh my god what does that mean highly intelligent they are the the um velociraptor is one of the smartest creatures i mean up there in humanity i like the dinosaurs with the long ass necks Bronchiosaurus, the long neck, brother. Bronchiosaurus, Bronchiosaurus. Yeah, I or like the long neck. If you want to get technical, yeah, or technical, un untechnical, untechnical. <laughs> oh, objectively, we're, we're not scientists. We're not scientists. Justin, scientist, big time. Justin, actually, a mental health expert. Justin, how happy is each one of us right now? On a scale of one to ten, let's go with Quinlan first. You can include that small point. You, you can lie for mine. We cannot lie. It's yeah. Don't lie. It says in the bottom of the email. This is thou shalt not thou shalt not lie. Goliath. Goliath. Right, so what's what's Quinlan on a one to ten right now? Just happy. Let's just do a rapid fire. Like just in life or in this moment. In this moment, I had a Klondike bar like ten minutes ago. So all right, don't factor that in. Yeah, give Quinlan a number. As a, in as this a moment, mental though. health expert's opinion. Yeah. What does he look like? I mean, Quinlan always has a goofy smile. So, but you know that when he has a goofy smile, he's feeling good because he's always feeling good. So, exactly. Solid eight right now. Solid, yeah. Solid, Solid Smith checking in at an 8.0 happy. Now we have Aaron. 8.0. Aaron Arvizu. Aaron's at a solid seven right now. Seven sounds seven. good. He's less happy than Quinlan, but happy. he is still. If it happy. was a competition, I would win. To clarify, Justy. Peter, what's Peter clocking in at? Peter's probably clocking in at like a nine point five. Oh, nice. Yes. Sure, yes, nice, nice. in the crowd. Sure. Except Justin's clocking in at a nine. That becomes a little manic at some point, right? Wow. What's that? That's I'm just saying, once you get past like nine, it starts getting a little creepy. That's just like, <laughs> you know, you're like, you know, it's like, no, it does. Joker, I just always have. <laughs> I got my wisdom teeth out three weeks ago. No I was shit. feeling exactly like that, dude, Ooh. until I recovered and then had just massive holes in my mouth and I could mm. only eat jello and applesauce Ooh. for two weeks. You have chubby beaver cheeks? No, actually. Oh. I had no swelling at all. Did you walk back after your appointment or did you have it in the city? Uh, I had my 
I two of my buddies from Middlebury came. Uh, one of them walked me back. They made sure I was. You didn't alive. get thrown in the car. Nice. No, it was just like a ten minute walk. It was a ten minute walk from my studio. Sure. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, wisdom teeth. They put some goofy stuff in you. I don't know, but I. I mean, I just did general anesthesia, and so I was like out like a light. Like I like like a light. I I woke up and I did not think they had done the surgery yet. Sure. Are you good now though? Bounce back. Oh, we're good. We're we're, we're good. We're moving in group, and this was like three or four weeks ago, a month ago, before. Yeah, I got my wisdom teeth ripped out as an eleven-year-old. Jeez. Was that's too a, manly. That's early. Yeah, I guess so. No, what actually happened, believe it or not, was I was supposed to have a jaw procedure to open up my airway mm. due to the airway being three you millimeters. Were snoring too loud. <laughs> no, this I man can wasn't. snore. My goodness, the lack hey, of hey, snoring. Hey guys, I'm single. Don't be telling that shit. Jk. Jk. That we were JK, very much JK. joking. There's no snoring at all huge muscles <laughs> um we um were about to get surgery for the airway and they were going to expand it from three millimeters to 12 they were going to have to break the like, jaw to like do it here here around the adam's apple and around that it's it's in there okay <laughs> okay there's a lot of shit going on in there. I learned. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, but um, yeah, I was gonna have to get my jaw broken and my wisdom teeth out. So got my wisdom teeth out first, and then begged my mom not to give me the surgery, mm-hmm. not to allow the surgery. His dentist mother, by the way, right? Who was advocating for it? Hmm. We turned out just fine, <laughs> bro. I would have had my jaw broken for my freshman year of high school. Yeah, that would have been tough. Yeah, not doing that. Wait, so your mom said don't do it? My No, I said I don't want to do it. Oh, okay. There's no way I'm doing it. Shit. A year out of sports? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be too much. Like, when, you, uh, when you're when you first getting to Culver, trying to make a name for yourself, I can see that. Yeah. yeah and you're going through puberty, bro? Yeah. Hell no. Need all my shit fucking on. Yeah, good move. No, good choice. Good choice. On fleek. But anyways, um, yeah. Anyways, there was that. So, got my wisdom teeth out then. And, um, yeah, it was pretty um, loosey-goosey for loosey-goosey. about five hours. And then I took some sort of something that made me fall asleep for a couple of days. Nice. Klondike bar. Yeah, a really good Klondike bar. And now a message from our sponsors, <laughs> Klondike. Klondike. Um, they're not our sponsors. You love to see them. We do love to see them. Quinlan, what's your favorite ice cream that if you owned them, you would fill up a pool with their ice cream and jump into it? Uh, it'd have to be some soft serve ice cream because I mean, you get some frozen ice cream, you jump into a pool of that, and (laughs) you can have more than just a torn bicep. Um, do you think you think you'd get severely injured if you jump? Yeah, it depends on how far. I mean, think about like jumping into like water from like 30 plus feet. Like it hurts. Now imagine something significantly more solid than water. All right. Let's just scratch the whole jumping into like the pool. How about just for you? Yeah. Uh, 
Well, one of the few things I could eat was ice cream when I got my whiskey out. So I went and I would get uh, Ben and Jerry's uh, mint chocolate chip cookies and cream. Mm. Outstanding. Sure. Outstanding. Who is Quinlan Smith in five words? And how about in less than 10 words? I'll give you three words. I was like, I'd like to define myself. I like want to go three. Let's go. Three. I, I'll, I'll give you three words. I like to define myself in three, three words. words. It's be strong, be smart, and be kind. And those are the three words, the three things that I try and live by. You love to see it, ladies and gentlemen. Just give it up. Let's give it up. Give it up. 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 Cool, and that warms the heart. I like that. Sim- and those were all words that people can understand. I'm surprised there's no SAT. You know. Top Middlebury vocabulary. You don't. You don't need it. You don't need it. Aaron, three words. Who is Aaron Arvizu? Three words. I don't know if I can do three words, but I'll give you my my line that I've. Well, not that I, square number. Okay. Yeah. Um. The people I've met, the places I've been. That's who I am. I love that. Yep. And if you have a good memory, you know that Aaron said that last time he was on the show. That's right. Right. Love to see it. I can't believe that. I can't believe that was a, yeah, that was a uh, year ago. Crazy. That was, that was. Mm -hmm. Justin, who was Justin Sitar in three words? I'll give you three words. Calm, cool, and collected. Nice. Those are three things I want in a in a best friend. No doubt about it. When you when it, when it boils down to it, you need those things. Um, love to see it. What about you, big fellow? Give me your three. Three. Well, I, I'm maybe I'll go the sentence approach to balance it out. Okay. What you know and who you know is who you are. Okay. I'll take it. I think mine's better, but it's all good. If it was a competition, I'm just saying if it was a competition, (laughs) we tied. All great. You love to see it. Okay. Rare to see from Quinlan. Quinlan usually likes to win and or see others lose. And real dark side to me real yeah. dark working on it actively working on it see we see the Making scary very movie little side. progress we see the <laughs> yeah we see that um do you love winning more or do you hate them ah uh, that's actually such a good question good question quillen smith to you do i love winning or do i hate losing more god i fucking hate losing i hate losing yeah Winning's great, but like, man, you don't want to suck it. Man, losing is uh, tough. I don't know. I don't know where that was drilled into me, or like how, because like, I've two older sisters, and like they're competitive to a degree, but like, I don't know. I don't know. I got work on it, but it's a big part of what drives me too, right? So, I don't think I would be where I am today. I didn't fucking hate losing so much. <laughs> I agree, Connor. You do fucking hate losing. And go insane if you lose. Yeah. 
which you love to see it. Competitive spirit alive and well. Aaron, do you love winning or hate losing more? Definitely love winning, for sure. Love winning. Oh yeah, Champions in any in any mind. any type of setting. You got the LeBron approach. Go to as many championships as you can and get what you can. That's a little unfair, but yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll take that. Uh, you know, to chime in, I have the same approach. I love winning more. I always view losing, which hate losing, losing shitty. Mm-hmm. But always have the approach that you never lose. You just learn. Yeah, exactly. You learn and you get better. Uh, small example, golf today. I'm terrible. I lost. But what drives me is to keep, A, I love it. It's so fun. And B, getting better so that you can win, right? Yeah. Um, Really shitty example, but God damn it, I got to get better. And it's just so fun. Good example. Yeah. Justin, do you love winning more or hate losing? Mm. There's probably some psychological reason behind that. I'm pretty sure you could pipe like Yeah, there's something wrong with us. I don't know. So at least we're, we're we've acknowledged. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong. If That's anything, wrong there's going to be something wrong with us if I go behind that camera and see that it hasn't been recording this whole time. I will shit a brick. Like I, for some reason, this I think just that's the, the preamble. Case. Yeah, nothing's this, been this recorded like, for the past guys, thirty-five. For, if, if somebody's minutes. actually watching this, just know that Aaron shits bricks. I'm I'm about Correct. forty-five percent certain that it is recording. I right? have no so idea like, if it's recording. So like, I there's hope no light indication. Yeah, nothing I don't see anything. Beeping. I don't see any life at Pete all. He hasn't been over there for a while. <laughs> yeah, he didn't get up and start anything. We, yeah. we just had been talking <laughs> we, for exactly, a while we've just before. Been chilling. I don't know, guys. We'll, we'll be see. able to look at this moment and say, yep. you stupid motherfucker. Well, we won't we be able to look at it. We'll be able time. to remember it. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing good. Oh, you hate to see it. Well, the, well, you won't be able to see it. The neighbors are probably <laughs> looking at us like, hey, the guy's leaning over on his window. He's like, hey, Susie, come look at this. These four idiots are talking to each other. <laughs> no, no, we're, we're not. They're not recording us. With mics. They're not recording, though. They're idiots. Are you boys off your rocker? You okay? No, 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 never. Very yeah. Okay. Well, Justy, go ahead and peek your head and look at the screen and see if you see. No, no, no. Honestly, at this point, I kind of want it to be I, a surprise. Yeah, it's great. It's got to be a surprise. Okay. Well, it is. But if you want to check, you can. Okay. Yeah, we trust you, Peter. A lot of trust here. Yeah. All right. Want, um. Can I ask a question to the group? Aaron, question of the group. All right. So, is there anything different that we can do next year that we haven't done in the past that you guys would like to do? Quinlan, does say paintball. Do not say paintball. Quinlan, go ahead. Quinlan first. Go ahead, Keith. We've refreshed my frame of thought. Um, Please. I think... I would love to play paintball. I'm just gonna throw. Oh, <laughs> just gonna throw it out. Nobody wants to it's play. It's not paintball. a bad option. And um, really, just one person has vetoed it, and it's it's not great. But we're gonna get it. We're gonna get it done. We were actually gonna play this year, but there were some travel disruptions that we don't have to get into. <laughs> um, and uh, we unfortunately were not able to. But not any one individual's fault collectively didn't didn't end up as happening. a group as a unit it didn't work out as a unit 
Yeah. As, as a, a unit. As collective a unit. wolf pack. Yeah. Exactly. As a unit. Together we're a unit, and we also just have one absolute unit in the group. Yep. This guy. Correct. Me. He's a unit. Um. Okay, so paintball for Quinlan. Yeah. Paintball is the activity Quinlan would like would to love to do that next year. Aaron, what would you Ooh. like to participate in, good sir? Um. Okay, we we've done this before. We did it once. So I'm gonna say it kind of counts, but not really. Whitewater rafting yes, the first year you. was actually super fun. I I mean we did it literally nine years ago. Right. It, it, Maybe beautiful, we give it a go wonderful views. The water felt great. Uh awesome experience. I think we should do it next year. Pete? I'm down for that. Yes. Very Hard down. Days. Very down. Shout, shout out to the Whitewater Rafting Company out here. Yeah, Bolton, yeah, yeah. Yep. Folk. Yeah. I was able to go um last year. Nice. Oh, that's so nice. I, I actually made a solo reservation last year, if you don't remember. Pete, right, but right, right. It was a you little didn't want to go. Hungy, hungy, mungy over that day. Um, hmm. Should we go through that? So I think I think your listeners would want to hear that story super quick. I can set the stage. I don't Where think we have to, to rehash that. Yeah, okay. Let's, it's already never mind. Missoula. We won't rehash it. Sorry. Mount Centennial in Missoula. It is where the famous Montana M is. There's an M made of different plants and forgery or whatever what what's it called foliage foliage forgery <laughs> I, oh. the m is forged onto the mountain Ooh. anyways there's an m on a fucking mountain i'd love to go see it <laughs> nice it's pretty dope it's in missoula i'm montana. down yeah and there's a bunch of other cool spots in montana they have a big mining town oh okay um, that has these massive mines um look pretty neat look pretty neat look pretty sharp look like good time wish we could go there but we'll have to do it in 2023 or any other any other of the 90 years uh we plan to come what are 50 you justin for pessimistic Aaron, but i believe nine you're someone alluded just a moment ago but my traveling to other parts of montana yeah we definitely went outside I love that. What I love that. Like a Cessna or something. We rent Ooh. out like two Cessnas or something and get like flyovers. Mm. I think that would be outstanding. What's a That'd Cessna? Small plane. Um, an, oh, yeah. Speaking of planes, Aaron, you're a pilot now. How does it no, 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 fly no, no, no. for America? As an official pilot. As an official commercial. No, no, no. Uh, it feels great to be in the air. I won't lie. It's terrifying. But at the same time, it's probably the coolest thing I've ever done. But I'll be completely, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't doubting or questioning either my abilities or my drive, my will to to, to do this, right? Because it's... um. So have you been up there and like flown it yourself at this point? Or are you just yeah, learning? Yeah, yeah. Or like, how does that work? A few times um, during your... He flies like a bird. Yeah, during your journey to get your license, you'll fly solo a few times, which means the like instructor isn't sitting next to you, right? But the first uh, up until like lesson 15, right? Like 15 hours. And which, what lesson are you on? Uh, I'm on like, I think Sunday is going to be like eight and nine, right? Yeah. So you have to get to 40 to get uh, to qualify FAA regulations to sit for the exam, the written and the actual uh, flight exam. Um, but in my first lesson, it was actually, I thought this was kind of weird. I'm literally driving the airport's like half a mile from my house. And when I moved here 15 years ago, 
I was a young kid. I wanted to do it. I didn't have the money or the capacity to do it on my own. So my mom said, hell no, you're not doing this. But 15 years later, I'm driving by the, um, by the airport. And it's again, it's super close to my house. I'm like, why don't I just go do this? I go to the flight school. I'm like, Hey, do you guys by any chance have any, any lessons today? Any, uh, open slots? He's like, yeah, we can put you in, in like two hours. I start filling out some paperwork. I read up a little bit. I kind of just chill in their waiting room for the two hours. I don't want to go home. I was kind of excited. And um, we did like 30 minutes of, you know, learning about the plane. We checked the fuel. We checked the landing gear, checked the uh, the windows, the doors, the avionics, which is the, you know, the comms once you have the, the, the headset on. Um, and then finally, like an hour and a half into our hour lesson, we finally got started taxiing. Um and it's kind of funny the um the wheel if you uh if you will you that doesn't move the the wheels at all you have pedals that you navigate uh as you're taxiing and as you're getting ready to turn uh on the runway and as i'm doing that i'm like oh okay taxiing is pretty easy like i'm not nervous at all but then my instructor looks at me he's like all right are you ready he was again super relaxed guy he was an engineer he had a regular 9 to 5 but he's been flying for 20 years so he does lessons and so i could clearly see right off the bat that he wasn't going to be a super hard ass but we're right at the start of the run when he's like all right you're going to take us off keep in mind this is my first lesson ever my dad is in the back seat just like enjoying life he is like a little kid in there with his headset i paid 50 bucks to have him there go ahead no i just didn't realize your dad was like my my, my dad was about- my dad was there for my first lesson which was awesome because he was able to, to get a couple cool videos of me and um and so shout I, out papa arvizu hey shout out serge and as uh, the instructor is like, all right, he, you're, you're going to take us off. All you're going to do is you're going to put your hand on the throttle. You're going to count to three Mississippis and you're going to pull up slowly. Okay. Easy enough. We finished taxiing. He's like, all right, you got this. I'm like, I think so. And my dad takes a video of this and I start pushing the throttle. Boom, 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 boom. And I th- I'm like, wait, this isn't going that quick. And like, three fourths of the way through it really hits. And then th- that's when I, I literally stopped. Cause I thought I'd done something wrong. It's like the instructor took over, pushed the rest of the throttle. Then I started pulling up. And as soon as I started pulling up for the first time and I saw that it was literally me, cause there's two, um, uh, there, there's two controls, right. And the instructor can take over whenever, but as, when we were pulling off the ground, it was all me. And I was just like, this is, first of all, it was a beautiful, gorgeous day, not a single cloud in sight. But as we were taking off the first hundred, 200, 300,000 feet, it felt really like turbulent to me, but the instructor looked at me. He's like, man, if you think that's turbulent, you're not going to like when you're in snow, when you're in the rain, when you're like, it's cloudy and it's rainy, like you're going to feel everything. Cause in a big plane, it right. takes a, like really wavy weather for you to like feel something. Cause it's a beast of a, uh, of a plane of a machine. And he was just is, like, cool as a cucumber this entire time. Yeah, dude, it was. And as, as soon as we got up there, like you could literally just like move the window and just like see down like 3,500 feet. Um, and it was a, a gorgeous day. We went by some beaches the that right were like probably. literally three, four, uh, or excuse me, a, a beautiful lake that was like three to four miles away from my house that I'd never seen. Dude, um, that's such an amazing first yeah, it was, time it was unbelievable. experience. Super lax yeah. instructor. Were you like, when you were pulling up, were you just like adrenaline coursing yeah. through your veins, like yeah. invigorated the entire time? You're like, my dad. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it like, was super cool. Um, but <laughs> so recommend, recommend it. I'd super recommend, but you have to ha- like you have, a. It's incredibly expensive, and b. It's you have to have 
the stomach for it. Look, I love it. Some nuts on you. I I love it, but I'd be lying if I said I wasn't. I was genuinely scared. So I I know a ton of people who would never get in a plane like that, let alone fly it. Right. So I, but I definitely recommend. I went skydiving two years ago for the first time. Wow. And like, man, I know exactly what you mean. Like you're up in that really small yeah, plane, you're getting like batted tiny, around. Yeah. You're and jumping out like of a open, live plane. Yeah. yeah, they just like open the door and they're like, all right. And like, I like stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I like surfing. I like some of the more yeah. like, Is it safe? and I loved it. But I like, I so I didn't actually find the free falling to be that scary. Like mm -hmm. that was really invigorating. The jumping? You even, yeah, you don't even have time to like think about it when you're free falling. You're like, this yeah. is just dope. It's happening. Uh, and you have a person on your back, right? Um. But what I found, what was scary is like when the parachute opens, I had this like, you know, like the scene in Toy Story where they like to throw the down and they just like parachute right there. Mm. Whatever. Like those types, just like the mm -hmm. just drop. But mm. it was like, no, it was like you're paragliding, right? Yeah. So he was like, all right, I'm letting go. And he gave me the handles. And I was like, shit, if I let go of these, I don't like know what's going on. Yeah. I have no clue what's going on. And we're just like literally doing like figure eights through the air. It was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My buddy did it with me. He, he landed like 100 yards away from me because we jumped at the same time. That's awesome, dude. Um, And his I've never was seen... It? uh long island skydiving center okay um like an hour hour and a half from new york um i dude like i mean he was darker green than the fucking grinch like my, my, he was a he was not looking good <laughs> he had fun but i don't think it was for him yeah. two awesome uh events man yeah good I mean, that's way uh, more. aaron question for you though yeah um for one can you just do them in like like i want to do one lesson or can is it like you have to sign up for like a batch of lessons or how did that work? So great question. I took my first lesson in like early summer and then it's a huge financial commitment and time commitment. Like, right. You want to do it right because you want to study. You want to make sure you know the plane inside and out. You want to make, make sure you can fly without even looking right. Just relying on your instruments. Um, so I wasn't really sure if it was for me. I took a couple months, but just to put it in perspective, that first license, that first uh lesson did not count in my logbook as an actual hour towards the 40 because too much time had elapsed between number one and number two so there's no uh, rule do you if, have to buy them on like a per lesson basis or yeah, how does that work yeah and it, it's incredibly subjective the flight school because so it's like princeton airport and princeton flight school and your instructor have like all the say on when you get to go to uh, the FA and take the mm -hmm. written and so it can be 40 it can be 45 it can be 50 but to me if each hour costs you x amount of you know hundreds of dollars I you know I want to work my ass off know the plane better totally. than anybody be really comfortable in the simulator with uh, you know uh, knowledge questions the sign there's a lot of science shit. I'm not great with science but there's a lot of physics stuff in the manual that you have to learn you have to learn, learn about all the forces that you're experiencing um in flights on the ground right so um I'm, I'm going all in I'm, I'm making sure that this is something that i'm going to be really comfortable with i just want to be comfortable and would you say one of the reasons that you have like the time or the ability to do this is because you work on a much more like work from home flexible it's, type it, schedule absolutely and the airport's half a mile it literally the airport is half a mile from the gym and then so i literally just either hit some golf balls shoot some basketballs work out Sure. Go go up in the sky for a little bit. Go home, sure. sleep, another day. Right. That that's little, literally play a little Call of Duty. Yeah, play a little Call of Duty. But that's an ideal like Sunday for me. Sure. Waking up, golf, gym, food, fly, 
Xbox, go to sleep? You know, that's a good question. Money. Justin, let's say you have a full Sunday, no work, nothing. I love it. Right. You have a, you know, it's coming up, right. And you have some time. What do you, what do you plan? Like what's going to be your ideal Sunday? It doesn't have to be anything crazy, but like, if you could just like have like an ideal Sunday, even if it's just like sleeping in and sleeping. You have to love it. Eat a good meal. Yeah, just a good well, Asian Sunday. Let's say, let's say we got work out of the equation. I mean, we were on the we were on the links today, and I mean, I think you had by far the most aesthetically pleasing he's golf got such swing a of all beautiful of swing especially like, with that three well, like I, in, what is he uncle or second he's up there he's in the lineage cousin yep like yeah. i'm a straight jaboni out there so like do you i mean do you golf much over the summers or like do you hit the links or anything or go shooting or anything like that T those types of activities no you look good and so you recently moved into your own place right how is how is that process how is that transition um do you enjoy it uh and where are you now shout out for white you, you oh, oh. Good to be close to the family. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. It's a huge benefit. And I mean, have you? Do you think you've enjoyed that so far? Then, like, because it's a, it's a, it's a big difference. I mean, I moved in to my studio in Manhattan uh, in January, so nine months ago or ten months ago, whatever it is. Um, studio in Manhattan, ladies and gentlemen. Beautiful apartment. I, I, this guy is balling. Always falling, always falling. Sorry, um, go ahead. But I, I've really enjoyed living by myself. Like, I think there's a lot of autonomy. Um, I think, like, you know, I think you just have a lot more freedom over your own schedule. And that's why I kind of asked that previous question is because, like, sometimes I feel like on the weekends, you know, when I do have that time or I don't have something planned, it is really easy to just, like, not make any plans. And honestly, sometimes those are, like, my favorite days. But something I found difficult is to kind of take the step um, needed to like make a plan or to go out and like golf or have throw a party or you know like i don't know make basketball plans or like something like that but so that's something like i'm trying to work on but um yeah no i was kind of curious about about well, that I mean, it makes sense i mean one of the things that i wish i learned sooner or just everyone should learn sooner is that just because um when you're more we have from or more freedom that generally leads to more responsibility mm -hmm. to do yep. everything. And that's what we kind of learn in school indirectly, right? They build us a schedule. You have to follow the schedule, maintain like a clear path. And unfortunately, when we get out of high school, especially out of Colbert, you start college. Well, hopefully those habits are ingrained in you. So it just becomes instinctive. But, you know, a lot of those, um, you know, graduates they come from they graduate over they get that much freedom you know from the strict schedule over and they fall into bad habits or they don't realize the importance only a few only a few only a few shit apples but we mainly got golden apples coming out of the culver military yeah i mean academy. it's an important point and i think there's like a lot of you know there's a lot of 
ways to view that. And I think the other way to view it is that like, you know, hopefully Culver did instill those values. And I think I would attribute the fact that like, we're, we're at least self-aware of it. Right. And able to realize like, Oh, I'm being a piece of shit or like, Oh, okay. Maybe like right now I don't have any structure. I'm going to build structure. I'm going to create that. I'm going to take that necessary step to do that. Mm -hmm. What about you, Aaron? Cause I know, so I know you started a new opportunity a little while ago. I guess it's been a, mm -hmm. a longer than a little while now. You moved kind of back into your area and have been really enjoying that. We were just talking about some of the work from home autonomy. Um, you know, would you consider moving back into the city or, you know, back into like your own place or what, what are kind of your thoughts on that? And what have you enjoyed in the past? Cause you've done that in the past. Yeah. Very similar living situation to what I have in New mm -hmm. York. Right no, now. Be beautiful spot. Yeah, no, very, very similar, but um, I mean, it's a great question. I don't know. I have to figure my shit out. Honestly, folks at home. Um, I mean, let's do a polling question. If you could, would you move to New York city, Washington, DC or Charlotte, North Carolina? Those right now are my top three that may change. But one of the things that you touched on that Dallas? I I mean, everyone knows I love Texas, but it's a little, it's a little too soon. Yes, sir. Um, but uh, the fact that I can just like work from anywhere. I mean, my home office is in Hoboken slash Hudson Yards in, in Manhattan, right? But I don't have to go in that often. And we have folks on our team who are in Texas, Illinois, Georgia, Jersey, all over. Um, so I love, I love my job and I love the, uh, um, the balance that my team has. It's great. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. I, you know, I spent three years out of college working in an office, um, which was fine. You know, it is very structured, but man, like time goes away. Like it, it gets away from you during the week. Like mm -hmm. you're in the office, you're working. And if you have to work past, like if you have a, if you have a job like I did, where like I typically had to stay in the office past like 5 PM, you know, you're getting back home, then you have to have dinner. Mm -hmm. And then like, you don't have a lot of time you, for you anything know, else. If I want to work out yeah. or whatever. Like I don't really have that time. Whereas like now, I, you know, I, well, during COVID, I spent two years working virtually. And now it's like, I really only have to go into the office kind of once a week at most twice a week. And in those off days, I find not only am I significantly, significantly more efficient because the faster that productive, I get my work yeah. done, yeah, productive, the faster I get my work done, that basically means I earned, right. I've afforded myself more time to do the other stuff. That mm, I, want I love do. that way of thinking. Yes. And so it's like, not only yeah. am I, am I being more productive and efficient with my work, but like also it's, a lot of times it's much higher quality, yeah. right? Whereas like now I've noticed when I do go into the office, like I do not get much done. Oh yeah. Right. And so like the days I do go to the office is like a little frustrating for me because I just feel like a lot of stuff gets away from me. And I love to like go to the gym right after work, mm -hmm. I work out. Right. And it's like a nice mark to the end of my day, like five o'clock, I'll go to the gym, I'll get a nice dinner. And then I'll still have three, four hours left in my evening, you know, cause I got about like 11 or 12. Um, to do whatever I want. Sometimes it's playing Call of Duty. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's getting a head start on the work for tomorrow because mm -hmm. I can do that because I have my office at my own place. I like, love that. But I think I think the interesting distinction to draw is like a lot of you know individual. I did have those three years of working in an office, right? Mm -hmm. So I knew what it was mm -hmm. like. I was able to develop a lot of professional skills I needed to work in it, like to like be in a professional workspace. MVP. But a, a lot of a lot of kids graduate from college like going directly into a virtual world, like mm -hmm. you don't necessarily get to develop those skills. And so I think it's a really, a really interesting problem that a lot of different employers are trying to solve right now. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's a, it's a big problem for a lot of employers, especially because of the um, resources that they've already allocated to 
um, rent out a space, right? Whether it be a, a long-term lease or like a company-owned building, something like that. Um, at least I know that's that's been one of the main reasons why uh, certain other um, people that I work with have been called back into the office. And there have been a lot of incentives by certain employers to either free lunches or uh, parking validation or um, offering a lot of different types of benefits while they're at the office to make sure that they everyone's comfortable coming back. Um, but yeah, I, I love that. I don't have to. Yeah, and I think, I mean, and like hiring out of college is like tough right now. Like it's highly, highly competitive. It's tough. really tight labor market still. Um, and so like a lot of students are demanding like, hey, I want like I want an, flexibility. Yeah, I want flexibility to work from home. Yeah. And if you can't offer that as an employer, you're no longer drawing from like the top bucket of talent. Yeah. Right. And so it's like, what point. do you do? Um, and this is obviously only for like positions where you can actually work. Right. There's right. Obviously. Positions. Yeah. Like, an example is like, you know, you work with like your, your clients where like, there's probably a, a big benefit to working with a lot of them in person. Right. And some of that you can do virtually. Right. Um, you know, but you know, I think one person who I'd be curious, your, your perspective on this, Pete is like, sure. I feel out of all of us, you've had, you've probably the most autonomy over your, or maybe not, but like the most autonomy over your schedule. Cause I mean, you own your business. Right. And you have your own studio at your place and like you have all that. How have you sure. found it with regards to structuring your schedule, um, you know, putting, getting, inviting people on your podcast, uh, like planning out your day to day, you know, work life yeah. balance to an extent. To me, I have a simple philosophy where there is structure, there's success. So the more structure I'm able to implement, that's built around progress and value, the better I'm doing. And when that structure isn't acted upon, that's when, you know, I'm cutting myself short. So there's a lot of self-accountability, but when you manage your own business, at least in my experience, you have to put yourself in the mindset that Okay, you're not your own boss. You are the boss of following through on the promises and commitment you made to provide. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the contract. You already signed a contract with yourself. Now you just got to execute. Right. Yeah. Right. And you're you're the boss in the sense that you have to manage how efficient you are with your time. Mm -hmm. The more efficient you're able to make your processes and the more structured you're able to make your continual progress the better off you're doing yeah mm. when when do you think that kind of ideology that mentality clicked into place because at, at culver yeah you, know, you were a battalion commander of company b at baylor he was captain of the baylor rugby team and now oh, you know you've run two separate businesses do no more. it's like it's impressive right and i think the question i would have is like do, what do, tips do. would you give to your broader audience to manage around some of that, that to like define that structure if you're struggling. Cause like, that's something I typically struggle with a lot when I have like, you know, a lot of some like free time and I've gone ahead of my work. I'm just like, oh, I just, I'm going to take thing, it easy. And I feel like crap. Cause I've just like procrastinated or something like that. Wake up at the same time every day. Second thing, make your fucking bed. Right. When you wake up. Third thing, yell at your friends to wake up. Water. Four thing. A gallon of okay, I like that. A gallon Yell of water. Your boys to get the fuck up and get her going. Send the first um, sergeant knows. Energy is everything. I believe you gotta wake up with energy. 
and you have to come out of the gates setting the standard high. That's why drinking the water, waking up at the same time, and making my bed are very key, like yeah. essential boxes I have to check to know that, okay, we have put ourselves in a position to be the best Peter Ham we can today. Mm. Now it's up to you to do it. Do I always do it? No. I ain't perfect. Sometimes I'm a beach and I get a little lazy. But majority days, go to bed proud of myself, which that's the goal. Yeah. Now, here's a question. More I importantly, though, I like to make others proud and happy. Fair enough. Um, now, I was just going to ask, um, sure. you know, what is if if you have one thing you want to work on, you know, like we got a whole see, Santa Claus list. Well, let's, let's, let's go around the, around the horn and say one thing that, like we want to work on with ourselves. We could do every day. Right. I think, you know, I don't know what I, I, I have a lot of things I have to work on as well. Probably just perfect. No, I'm not. I'm not. I think for me, I'm, I'm really bad okay, at go procrastinating. Right. That's one example of something I want to get better. At, and that's why I was asking you the questions about structure. Right. Cause I think I can tend to let that, I can like, lose some of the structure in my days because I'll procrastinate something. I'll push one task into the next task into the next, um, which is kind of how I've always functioned, but it is something I want to get a better handhold on. I mean, if I'm supposed to give my two cents on that, I guess I can. The only thing that's kind of helped me with that is this philosophy that action leads to motivation, leads to, there's like a triangle action leads to motivation which leads to accomplishment which leads to action which leads to motivation there's have you all seen that triangle there's some sort of not that Classic what, pyramid there's scheme. some triangle <laughs> i think that's a pyramid <laughs> but but the common philosophy is that people are waiting for that motivation to come in their life where sometimes you just gotta start doing shit you just gotta you just gotta that. get up you gotta go for a walk you gotta go for a run you gotta call your buddy you gotta, you gotta, for me, I do weird shit. I say quote of the day, word of the day. Mm -hmm. I'll do, we haven't done word of the day in a while. Or I'll just do, you know, friend Friday where I text five friends. Something. Sometimes you got to take action for the motivation to come. I think that's something that helps. Uh, procrastination. Got to have five friends to text. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got five here. One. Oh, two, sure. Three, four, five. Um, what about you, Justin? Over the next, let's say, 365 days, we weigh the same as three people. Something you want to work on or improve? Yeah, don't be basic. I was, I was basic. That's fine. Y'all can be basic. Aaron, you better give us. Uh, I have a good one. No, 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 no Justin, you're on the mic. Initiating conversations. Mm. I like that. You're like a good that. communicator, Dusty. I think so too. Anyone who you talk to would be honored. I agree. There's sexy women out there. Dusty's single. Love me sexy. Yeah. Love me sexy. Oh, yeah. We're going to put together a, a hinge profile for Justin this evening. I've got some dynamite photos of him from the glacier hike. Quinlan takes great pictures. Smart. 
Smart, young, good credit, no kids. Great shape. Half Filipino. Good looking. Great Both card player, Filipino. great golf player. Aesthetically pleasing golf form. Good tan. Minimal minimal um back Min- hair. Minimum. <laughs> minimum. Actually no back hair. No, yeah, that's Aaron. Yep. Speaking it's, of it's me, guys, someone with a lot of back hair. <laughs> you said you had a good one for us. Uh, yeah, Aaron doesn't Honestly, have back hair. He's just got a hairy face. It, well, not anymore. But this is a laser. It's a silly one, but honestly, just going to sleep. No, definitely not. Uh, going to sleep earlier. Um, if I can, if I could go to sleep and like actually be out okay. every single night by midnight and get like. I don't have to wake up super early for work. Sometimes I may need to wake up to finish something or maybe I'm feeling frisky and I'm going to go work out or something. But I frisky. I could do 12 to 7, 12 to 7.30 every single night. And I good. don't, which is great, which is fantastic. So I need to improve on that. And that's number one on my list. You know, uh, that's such a good one. I just feel What's like yours? I wake up so tired sometimes. Yeah. And like, damn, that's a really good one. And I think there's probably some really easy steps we can take to do oh, that. Sure. Like Screen time, eat, like diet. Have a cup of yeah. tea or something before yeah. you go to bed. Well, probably yeah. before you go to bed, read. Yeah, put away your exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I have the same thing. It's like I'll, I'll look at my you know phone before. Them I go to bed. teas like are pretty and I'm popular. Like, what the fuck am mm-hmm. I doing? Like, yeah, but I mean, them hot I have teas. a long day tomorrow. Why am I stealing? Why am I doing that? Too much? Why am I stealing time away from my next day? Yeah, but I think part of me, like the reason I think I do that is it's so like, you know, maybe sometimes I'm so busy during the day. I'm like, I finally only get this like hour and a half or whatever to myself late mm-hmm. at night to like go through my phone TikTok or like whatever it is it's like that's not actually like the most beneficial for me like, you know, do, right? you're like you're stealing time away from your next day that's like how i think no it. that's a that's a great way to think about it that should be a motivator to not do it so often you know totally um i, I struggle i struggle with that too aaron i'm someone who never has had a bedtime but i always mm-hmm. wake up at the same time Nice. Around the same time. Around the same time. Not a good thing. Trust me. Not all sun generators. <laughs> Sometimes we'll go to bed at five, and next thing you know, we're up at seven. Hey, it happens. <laughs> gotta do dad things. Yep, gotta be a dad. Gotta be a dad. Uh-oh, I'm a father. Yep. Love being a dad. Shout out Hattie. Shout out Hattie. We love you. Shout too, out Hattie. Um, well, gentlemen, I'd like to ask one more question. Sure. A good question. Uh-huh. Last one, the best one. Colin, in one sentence, what makes the fellas special? Which the fellas, ladies and gentlemen, is the group of fine gentlemen who we have this annual reunion with. Again, this is our ninth year coming together on the shores of Flathead Lake. We've gathered in different places, but Flathead has been our main we always gravitate gathering ground to Flathead Lake. For a lot sure. of other friendship groups, maybe in Culver or even all around America, mm-hmm. wish they still had a connection like ours. What makes the connection of ours, the fellas, special to you, brother? Yeah, that's a good question. Look, I think, I think we have a really unique group of folks here, right? So you know, myself, Aaron. Justin, Pete, Eric, and Ryan are all completely different types of people. We all have different personalities. We all do different things. 
right and i think um i th- like i think that's i think just like the fact that we're so different um is one thing that i love about our group but what i think makes us special is the fact that like i know i can say i can do i can act anything mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. Pe- like period stop no matter what happens anything i do if it's the worst thing on earth it's mm-hmm. the best thing on earth like i know like i know you guys would like bend over backwards for me mm-hmm. no right? bending over no, i'm just kidding I, I know fun. i know y'all would do anything, do anything no matter no matter what no matter any situation we die and, for you. and i think that type of friendship i think that's incredibly unique and i think it's one of the most valuable things in life over money or status over ambition over power anything i think being able to find friends who will do anything for you no matter what and like you know value you for the person that you are right i can act exactly how i want to act and be exactly who i am around this like this group of people um and a lot of the times you can't do that in a professional environment i can't do that with new people i'm getting to meet i can't do that Mm -hmm. you know um even with some of my like you know my family members my sisters whatever you know i can't totally be a hundred percent like vulnerable and et cetera, et cetera. And like around you guys, I can totally do that. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's something unique, special and different. And it is incredibly priceless. And I'm super, super, you know, lucky and fortunate to have met you guys and to have established and continued to keep such a strong connection with you guys over the years. So. Fellow strong. Yeah. Very well said. I mean, Aaron, I, I, in your words, what makes the fellow special? I think Quinlan hit it right on the head, but I'll um yeah, I'll sort of just very quickly and briefly just add uh support, love, and care. That's what it's all about. That's what these friendships are about. And uh no matter what happens, however uh much time has elapsed between our previous conversation, between the last time that we saw each other, um, there's just always a lot of support with our personal lives, professional lives, like our hobbies, our mental health, our physical health. There's just a lot of support in every um, avenue of your life that uh, I can count on these five uh, five guys for. And um, and I will always reciprocate that. And I feel very, very lucky and I'm grateful every day uh, that I'm able to have this type of uh, support, love and care from these guys. Well, I ain't going to be too soft like my predecessors. It's okay. Just kidding. <laughs> Love what both of the both of them said, and I got to piggyback off of it. The uniqueness of the group is truly world-class. Mm. We have a Wisconsinite piano master, private equity guru, Quinlan Smith, as a part of the group. Mm-hmm. 180 pounds six-pack abs we have aaron arvizu mexico city Mm -hmm. born and raised now somehow lives in the big apple Mm -hmm. raised in princeton new jersey um top notch top notch top notch yep justin a filipino scholar comes from an amazing family of scholars and he was raised amongst the corn. Downstairs, we got RC3. Well, if you know him, you know he's one of a kind. And then we got the French, Eric Modui, who's 
pretty he, i mean he's pretty Euro, european he's up there <laughs> he's european he's got the whole mannerisms crosses his legs pretty seamlessly mm-hmm. likes escargot all that stuff long hair combs it a lot european good at rugby finessery when it comes to tennis and other unique sports and love eric so we got a frenchman a filipino cornman a wisconsin cheesehead piano master princeton new jersey's finest with roots from good old mexico city and then a big texan sprinkled in it's just a beautiful thing y'all it's just a beautiful thing it's great oh yeah and rc3's <laughs> bitch ass i'm about to beat his ass right after this all right justin justy what do you think makes so special the fact that we all want to benefit each other, mm-hmm. everyone is surrounded with the people that want to raise you up as well, and that brings down. So, being around you guys, that's definitely a special feeling. Amen. Um, and just being overall trusting with, with each other, the fact that I can trust each and every one of you. That's smart. You never, you never, what's it called? That's something you always need to value. Mm-hmm. There you go. Can't put a price on gold friendship ladies and gentlemen i love it it's a beautiful thing it really is peter it's been a pleasure it's been a pleasure quinlan any uh words of wisdom to the audience tonight where can they connect with you tiktok top challenger instagram your website where do we sign up where do we get to learn more where i mean where do we buy your only fans no OnlyFans, uh, but yet. you you can yet. you can download my app Top Challenger. Follow yeah, me on it for from my workouts. Download um, Top Challenger, or be a bitch, yeah. or not be a bitch, but be physically unfit. Um, if you want to be healthier and better, stronger, faster, leaner, sexier. You go to the app store right now. Download Top Challenger. One hundred percent. Uh, but. You know, I'll, I'll just leave it with three words and I'll just say peace, love, and tie-dye. Love it. Thank you, Peter. Love to see it. It was a pleasure. Jesse, any words of wisdom? Everything that's already been said. Love to see it. Love to see it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we had a fantastic evening. We hope you had a fantastic evening yourself. We are always trying to keep the good vibes at all time highs. If you enjoyed tonight's episode, make sure to share it with your mom, dad, sister, uncle, cousin, dog, friend, dog. teacher, coach, teacher, share with your Doctor, teacher, dentist, especially if she coach. Anyways, no, I'm just kidding. Well, maybe not. Actually, send me a resume. Actually, we're just having a good time. Remember, Ham Planet Podcast is for entertainment purposes only, and even you. We love you. We appreciate you. We will see your beautiful faces very soon. Hasta la vista.